0: Talking Fußball Fantasy, your source for all things official fantasy Bundesliga, with player picks as balmy as a Bochum comeback, fancy advice as fairy tale as Freiburg's Champions League hopes, and two pundits who would love to be able to take an impromptu trip to Ibiza. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, one and all. My name is James Thurgood. This is Talking Fußball Fantasy Season 5, Match Day 33, and here to provide his expert opinion, as always, it's the fantasy Fußball God himself, Flo Reineker. Flo, we checked it last week and bremen were flying high i check in this week it's not quite as good so how are you my friend
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, i'm I'm feeling anxious james oh that was a brutal experience leading with two goals and then just yeah it seems like the players weren't really with their heads in a game i think that was like too many mental errors yeah, I can't really explain that, how that happened. Two own goals in one game.
0: I was going to say, you, you scored four goals in that game, Bremen. I mean, the,
1: the first goal, like, if that goal didn't go in, I think it's a whole different game. Because it was, like, injury time was already over in first half. What It was just this corner for Kiel, and then it wasn't really a good shot. And for some reason, Phil Krupp decided that he's a goal scorer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And did his thing. so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now we have to hope that Dusseldorf gets something out against Darmstadt. Yeah, you need to get it. Which might as well happen, but I I would like it better if, like, you know you win out, you're back in the Bundesliga and that's not the case anymore. So, yeah. That's where my focus is James. That's Hello. why I forgot to make my lineup on Saturday and have, <laughs> had a bench player like Erling Haaland, for
0: instance. <laughs> we are both having an absolute nightmare at the end of this yeah. season. I think it's fair to say. <sighs> I think if our reputation wasn't in tatters already, it will be. And this is why we need to step away from the podcast, maybe. But no, it's a yeah. that's all tongue in cheek. Um, but I, I mean, we should we should point out that this will. Be the final talking football fantasy podcast for the foreseeable future. We have hit that point, but but fear not, we won't leave you hanging on match day thirty four. It's a big weekend. It's always a fun weekend. All the games kick off. I mean, in fairness, match day thirty three, all the games were normally kick off at the same time. Last season was an exception. This season's another. But match day thirty four will be all kicking no, off, and
1: and it won't be the same. We won't go back to the uh, third. Oh, are we three, never doing uh, it again? Oh, yet? it's not because
0: the you know German teams are too too successful in Europe, eh?
1: No, it's the television contracts.
0: Of course it is. <laughs> of course <Yeah>. it is.
1: <laughs> you're, you're such a romantic, James.
0: <laughs> I, I am sometimes, aren't I? Um, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, money, money does do the talking. But okay, the point being, yeah, that all the games kick off on Match Day 34 on the Saturday. But what Flo and I are going to do is uh, that we are going to have a right old shindig on Twitter Space. On the Friday night before match day 34, our aim will be to set up a you know, we'll set up the Twitter spaces. We'll be jumping on at eight o'clock our time here in Germany. That's 8 p.m., of course, which is 7 p.m. in the UK. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time, if I'm doing my maths all right, and 11 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. The invitation as always is open to everyone and we'd love for as many of you to join us as possible i'll personally have the ciders in hand i think flo is more of a piltman or or gin and tonic actually as we as we know and we won't be putting a time limit on the discussions we're going to leave it open ended uh, we're happy to talk about anything and everything from your fantasy choices on match day 34 to maybe some of the nicer storylines that have come out of this season as a whole but maybe save the relationship advice for another show. We, we give out good fantasy advice. We know how to give out advice on transfers. Well, but,
1: but James, I mean, we could give strong uh, relationship <laughs> advice. I think as long <laughs> as we know each other, we have the same spouses.
0: Well, I was going to say... If, we're, if, but,
1: if I'm not mistaken.
0: Wait, hold on. Phrase that differently. We have the same spouses. I'm not married. Not, I,
1: yeah, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you got me there, but... <laughs> Yeah, spouse is even the real, yeah, yeah, uh, the, right. the the, the uh, right word for yeah, that. You, you know, you're spot on. Spouse yeah. is the
0: right word. No, I, this is what I was going to say. We we might be good at giving transfer advice in the fantasy world, but we're both locked into long term deals in the real world. So, you yeah. know, is that uh, we we, we <laughs> I think I think others are better served. Let's be honest. Uh, to do that, yeah. we love give talking about football. So yeah, please please do jump on the Twitter Spaces. Please join us next Friday. We'd love to hear from as many of you as possible. We're getting as many of you on the mic as possible. Asking you know, will ask you all sorts of questions. We'll have lots of pre-prepared stuff that we'll want your opinions on. So yeah, please do tag along for as long amount of time or a short amount of time as you can. Uh, We'd love to see or hear you there but let's stick to what we are good at and that's uh, fancy advice and we'll dive into the match day 33 fixture list which is as we've pointed out staggered this season and it starts with a Friday night game Bochum against Bielefeld uh, Bochum going up against a Bielefeld side they, hoping, they will be hoping not to recreate that type of form next season themselves when the second season does roll around but they are coming off the back of that stunning Dortmund comeback win the question is have they blown all their steam or is their one last big home game left in them flow against Bielefeld, who, of course,
1: are battling relegation right now. Have you seen the celebration videos of Bochum? (laughs) Basically, (laughs) having having an impromptu carnival all through the streets of Bochum after winning (laughs) at Dortmund and clinching uh, or or being safe from relegation uh, for good. I mean, it was... Like, never endowed for quite some time right now, but, uh, I mean, still, they, they celebrate it.
0: Yeah, it's like, like they won a European uh, Cup.
1: Really <laughs> wild. That's why I'm a bit anxious of investing into Bochum, but I'm also anxious to invest in Bielefeld because, like, their biggest problem is producing up front, and that's where fantasy points are made. I can make an excuse for, for Wimmer because he's involved in so much, so uh, I wouldn't fault you. But apart from him... There's no one on my radar really on uh, in this match. Just I'm not sure which shape Bochum will in. And we know like Bielefeld will they have to play for everything. But that's the case with them for a few weeks. And it it hasn't led to them um, creating attacking firewalls uh, works out of a sudden. It's just like if it's not in them, it's not going to happen. So uh, and Bochum really strong at home this season. This game sets up a bit differently because it's the first time that they have nothing to play for. For me, it's, I, I don't want to dabble in that game. So I'm, I'm going to stay away. Uh, I can see this swinging both ways depending on how motivated the Bochum players will be.
0: Yeah, and no, I agree with that assessment. I mean, even I have to admit, even Patrick Wimmer makes me a little uneasy. And there's on the one hand he potentially this weekend could be an out of position striker again you know as a midfielder in the fantasy game which you know is never a bad thing but he seems like a bit of a mercenary uh, right now which is a a shame because I I had higher hopes for him as he maybe saw out his time at Bielefeld before heading to Wolfsburg but nevertheless I mean he's still not a bad investment for the price tag that you're looking at I don't disagree there. Right let's move on to the 330 games then Uh, we've got some big games in the battle for a top four and a top seven finish this season. The headline act being Freiburg against Union Berlin. So much on the line for both teams. Freiburg of course with fate in their own hands in their top four pursuit now and Union I think they only need two points from this game or you know the two points in the next couple of games to secure their spot in the top seven. Hoffenheim also have one last chance at the top seven but of course do need Freiburg to do them a favor against Union. Hoffenheim themselves at home to Leverkusen who again still embroiled in that top four battle as well though they are the front runners, it has to be said. Köln against Wolfsburg as well. Köln, as we pointed out, the Union need two points. Köln just need one to secure their top seven berth, which will, of course, be enough for a European qualification spot next season. Um, Wolfsburg with nothing to play for. So, yeah, Köln just need to match the Hoffenheim result or better it. And then the final one is Furt against Dortmund, and uh, a game that has very little meaning, unfortunately. You know, Dortmund have blocked up second place. Furt have been relegated. Dortmund may be looking for a response to that Bochum defeat flow. So talk to me, how about these uh, 3.30 games? Who are you liking in the defender, the midfielder and the striker market this weekend?
1: So if I'm talking clubs, I, I like Freiburg, Cologne and Dortmund in this one. So I think all three clubs are worth investing. Dortmund comes with a bit of risk, but I mean, we have saw last week, they can be bothered to go up front and to do a bit of attacking they can't really be bothered to to defend too much. I think that's been the story yeah. of their season though, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but now is on steroids yeah, after yeah, like they don't have anything to play for. But that means going forward there can be still huge returns. I mean furt hats off to them. Um they they did a great job in quenching Union Berlin. They did a great favor to Cologne because We always talk about the top seven spot. And I mean, that's correct if you play in Europe. But the difference between participating in the Conference League and participating in the uh, Europa League is huge. Not just because of the Europa League is a bigger competition, but if you are in seventh place, you have to start in the Conference League playoffs. So you're not automatically starting in the group stage. While if you're starting... Get a starting burst in the Europa League, you're you're straight into the group uh, stage. So I think that both Cologne and Union will do everything they can to to get not just to Europe, but to get to the Europa League. And I mean, Cologne has an outside shot of making it to fourth place. And I'm not sure, James. I, th- I think we have to to uh, move to another town then. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure if Cologne uh, will get to the Champions League, there's no city left (laughs) after that oblivion. It will be just a pile of rubble and
0: just the dome standing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, but a delightful, delightful pile of rubble. But that would be something you can tell your grandchildren uh, yeah. Uh, about.
0: yeah I, I personally, I'd love to experience that firsthand, if yeah. possible. Um, but you are right. I mean, they do have a shot. It's a very outside shot. But so,
1: not surprising. With Leverkusen, they are hanging on to the third place. It's just a problem. I don't like the defenders. is a is a tricky market with Leverkusen always has been in midfield since. Words has gone down. I think it's a, it's a tricky market. Not really sure to invest in. And you got up front, you got Patrick Schick. Uh, I think he's viable. But the other options I personally like better. So that's why I don't have a Leverkusen player on my list. I've got Günther, who's like, he's in great form. Uh, if he isn't in your squad, I think this is a good match day to get him in. And Guerrero is the other one. His form is so patchy, but we know he can score big and with uh, so much flexibility on this match day because we've got so many different kickoff times. I think you can risk it uh, going with Guerrero because for most people, money isn't an issue. He's definitely overpriced, so he's not a bargain buy, but still he's on my list. Um, Grifo and Brandt would be the guys I look at in midfield. Although Brandt, I don't love him. Um, I think um, if you look at the whole match day, there are probably better targets out there. But if you need another player, uh, a midfield player, on this kickoff time, it's just a tough market. Even with Cologne, Ashan, uh was suspended at Augsburg. He's coming back. He's uh, indispensable for Steffen Baumgart. And we're not sure who's going to get benched. It's either Thielmann, Kainz or Ljubicic. But it's almost like it's an uh, evenly divided chance of who's going to start and not. And that makes me just shy away from a guy like Kainz, for instance, who um, otherwise maybe might have been interesting to me. Um, but up front, I mean, Wood—he he's playing really, really good. Modest is always a guy you can go with, but because of his sh- shot involvement, I'm going for Wood, and he found his scoring boots again, so... Um, I, I like uh, his streak to go on uh, against Wolfsburg and, yeah, of course, Haaland. Uh, I mean, he he showed you what he can do in a fantasy sense against Bochum. And even like if he tries to, to stop the ball, it's going in for some reason. I mean, that was never intentional, the, the third goal he scored. Or was it the second? And I think it was the third goal he scored against Bochum. It's just, yeah. That will be my six picks for this kickoff time.
0: Well, I think you've done an admirable job there of covering a lot of bases and yeah, can't really disagree with any of the picks either. So let's move on to the first of our flexible fixtures. We've got a fair few of them this weekend, which is nice. Uh, Although this one may not be one that's top of the investment list, maybe. Let's say Hertha against Mainz. Now, Mainz, of course, had their big hurrah against Bayern last weekend, winning 3-1. Meanwhile, Hertha know that a win would secure their safety this season in this one on home soils. So I guess the question is, I kind of alluded to it there, Flo, but is this a game worth investing in?
1: Well, if Plattenhardt is fit, I think he's a, he's a pretty good pick. He, he's so important with his set-piece duties, but magat finds way, like he's not a very athletic player, but his crosses are pretty good. So you have to find a way to get him involved, not just with set pieces, but out of open play. And like, Just my inkling is that for some reason it's happening uh, under Magath. (laughs) I think, I'm not saying that Mainz will have the Bayern curse because that was like a meaningless game on both ends. But I still think that was a high and probably would have been best for Mainz if the season had ended with, with that match. I can't see them replicating what they did against Bayern at Berlin. It would be just my take. So I'm interested in Plattenhart out of this match, but probably no one else.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. I think we talked about motivation in the last episode of the pod and, and it still rings true at this late stage of the season. And, and this is a game where the motivation is just so imbalanced between these two sides when you compare to against mine. So I do agree that Herter are probably the way to go. And yeah, any, anyone outside of someone like Plattenheart, you are taking a big risk. I, I would endorse anyone to do that at this late stage of the season because hey, look, if, you, if, you, if you're not fighting for much, then have a bit of fun with it at the end of the season. See if you can find... Some hidden gems and uh, this is what i like to call the kind of whack-a-mole stage of the campaign where there will be players that come out of the woodwork and produce this blinding performance that gets them a lot of points but it'll be a one and done and if you hit big it's great and it's a lot of fun but uh, of course yeah
1: but I mean, James, if you want to have fun, why invest in Hertha? I don't get oh, well,
0: it. Yeah, no, don't, sorry, that 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 point was more bigger picture than yeah. <laughs> than, than endorsing <laughs> investing in this game. I think there are much better games to invest in, and actually, the next three we're going to talk about all fit that bill. So, yeah, bear with me. But Frankfurt against Gladbach is the first of those. Uh, the first of the Sunday fixtures, of course. Frankfurt in Europa League action tonight um, in Venice. To the lineup might be out because I know the Leipzig one is out, but I'll come to that in just a second. I'll make Maybe look it up in the meantime. Uh, Gladbach, meanwhile, they're trying to salvage some pride at the end of this season. They beat Leipzig on Monday despite getting reduced to 10 men, but already we're seeing a bit of a summer fire sale when it comes to some of their players and the rumours that are coming out. So uh, we might not see Gladbach in this form again next season. The fans were talking about getting rid of the mercenaries. We'll see what happens. But the question that does come to mind when it comes to this fixture flow is, is Jonas Hoffman a must-have again? Because he's in sensational form.
1: Yeah, he is. Probably still not a must-have, but a very good f- option. I would phrase it that way. And I mean, there the players at Glapa who get paid for playing football. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a couple. Uh, the I, the
0: I, question I, you need to ask is how many Gladbach players are earning yeah, their keep? I, I
1: really hope that doesn't no. <laughs> spread. I mean, if, if if like that's that's a slippery s- slope for sure. Yeah, if we if we, if we get that, it's but. the
0: modernization and you know a, a football, unfortunately.
1: I think either way, how Frankfurt will play and fair against West Ham, it will be very tough for them to be up for the challenge uh, meeting Gladbach. And if Gladbach were playing for something, I would actually like to invest in Gladbach. But since that's not the case, there's still some risk attached. But I mean, it will be a bit awkward for Adi Hütter, I guess. Feels like a bit like you... You're you're leaving your wife because you feel like uh, another woman is more attractive, and then you meet meet up after one year at a party, and like she totally shadows your your new <laughs> relationship, and you maybe think, well, <laughs> that 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 didn't didn't go as I expected. <laughs> yeah, so um. I, not, I don't want to uh, come across as sh- as so shallow that um, you can judge. You're a Veda Braven uh, fan, if, no one would think you're yeah, shallow, my on, friend. on <laughs> the appearance of, of the, the woman, if it's a good catch or not. It's, uh, I didn't want to say that. I just want to make, like, this will be, Adi Hütter will want to win this game. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. The question is, does his team care very much about what Adi Hütter wants? He probably wanted to win a few other games this season as well, um, they didn't deliver. So Hofmann is the guy I'm the mo- I have the most interest in, and I'm I'm really afraid of how much Glasner will rotate. There's like the final is not uh, until I think the eighteenth of of May, so there's a bit of time, but um, like no one will if they reach the final. No one wants to get injured. Uh, Before that. And so uh, I think Frankfurt, I'm out on Frankfurt and probably even out uh, on Kostic. I'd I'd, I'd much rather have Hofmann in this game than, than Kostic.
0: That I definitely agree with. Um, I think, yeah, it's, uh, Frankfurt are going to go all out. And if if they do make that final, the, the Bochum celebrations might be matched almost, maybe, closer. You never know what's going to happen there. Uh, let's talk about Bayern against Stuttgart then. Uh, Stuttgart, uh, of course, trying to spoil Bayern's title celebrations. It is something they have done before. They did it a couple of seasons ago. They also have the benefit of watching Armenia and Her to play before them. They will know their situation. It could be a case of... They will be guaranteed to finish in the bottom three if Hair to do get a positive result against Mainz. But then their focus will, of course, switch to ensuring that they finish in that playoff spot and avoiding automatic relegation. So they do have a lot to play for Bayern. Uh, of course, they're looking to wrap up those title celebrations and uh, enough made of their Ibiza trip and, and what that necessarily means.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I really think it's, it's really unfortunate for Stuttgart. That they're playing Bayern on this this match day And that Bayern went to Ibiza. And that was leaked or whatever, if it's leaked or if, if it's official. But, I mean, Bayern and Nagelsmann, they will want to avoid at any costs that people are saying they weren't true to the competition of the Bundesliga. And uh, that's bad for Stuttgart, I'm afraid. But um, I, I think after Nagelsmann basically handing everyone some minutes last week, we, we'll see Bayern's best possible 11 against Stuttgart. and. Uh, They will want to uphold the integrity of the league. And I think if they lose against Stuttgart, even if they just draw against Stuttgart, uh, I will be raised all through the country yes probably rightfully so even. yeah i was gonna
0: say um, and, and luto matthias and everyone's criticism of uh, the decisions made by that club will only intensify i'm sure which yeah on the one hand they probably won't care about but on the other hand flow is right it's not a great look so are there any any gambles then that you fancy in this game I And mean, i guess if if Bayern are going to name a full strength squad then It's not really that risky to go with some of their players. But uh, it feels like this game has a bit of a gambling feel to it, Flo. So where are you looking in terms of
1: investments? I feel that Afonso Davis is pretty safe. He's definitely a good defender to invest in. By midfield is always a tricky case. Um, The safest route is to go with Kimmich. And I'm not sure that I would venture out further than him. I'm not sure. I haven't seen, actually, the the, the the presser probably is tomorrow, so on Friday. But if Nagasman said that Chupu muteng will play at Mainz, it was after we recorded, so we couldn't share that information with you. But if he is saying something uh, similar with Musiala, I'm interested. If he says um, Musiala is guaranteed to start. And I, I don't think we have any Bayern striker uh, who's worthwhile.
0: Right? <laughs> There's a, a dead market, right, Flo? It's, it's been dead all I season.
1: Don't, I don't even know where they're starting. <laughs> Peter bring, probably. Bring him yeah. back. He, he's not, no, he's not actually not he I know that. Yeah no, uh,
0: but yeah, no, stranger things have not happened than that, actually. <laughs> it has to be said. Now, it is one of those where, uh, yeah, a lot could be made of what's happened. But as much as there would be a, an argument to be made that you would like to see some of the youngsters giving a chance to prove themselves at the end of this season, that's not what this is all about. And as you say, eyebrows would be raised.
1: Yeah, they can't do that. Yeah. They can't do that in that game. Next week, yeah. They can do it next weekend at Wolfsburg. Exactly. So, yeah, hold your horses, (laughs) Exactly.
0: Okay, final game, ladies and gentlemen. Leipzig against Augsburg. Like Frankfurt, Leipzig are in action in the Europa League, but however they're situation a little bit different than Frankfurt's because they do still have a lot to play for in the Bundesliga as well now that they don't have a top four finish in their own hands Uh, this is therefore a must win match for them by all accounts they have to hope that teams above them slip up and they need to win out as uh, Flo mentioned earlier this podcast and I guess the thing is that uh, Augsburg may be fortunate that they're safe already this season the question really is will Tedesco spin the rotation wheel a little bit I think was interesting he seemed to put out his strongest lineup against Gladbach it didn't work out now he's made a couple of changes to the Europa League lineup tonight with Yusuf Poulsen slotting in Olmo and Kunker in there as well so Flo how do you feel about this one closing out the match day?
1: Yeah that's the issue I mean uh, I think Domenico Tedesco um, feels his strongest 11 every week the strongest 11 he feels is uh, it is for that match and his squad is so broad. Like the only guy you you would say, yeah, you can't really replace him one by one, a uh, quality wise, is Nkunku. Like they, the the squad is is really broad in quality. So maybe that was an issue because like they changed too much. But afterwards, it's always easier to say like he had success the way he did it before, and now they they fail to win two in a row and. Now there's talk like maybe he changes too much. I'm not sure. It's just always like it's a result-based analysis if we do it that way.
0: Although I, I feel like we've said that about every Leipzig head coach though because they've always had this depth of talent at their disposal so they could kind of have to rotate but then it's, yeah, where do they find the balance, right?
1: Yeah. So there's unpredictability. Still think Angelino um, is the other guy I would Um, strongly consider apart from Nkunku but that's it for me I'm not sure I want to dabble in is is playing or is Olmo playing and I just don't see the necessity to go with a Leipzig striker no matter if it's like even if I knew Silver starts or Paulsen start I wouldn't be that interested.
0: Yeah, I mean there are there are other less risky choices in that market, right? Uh, yeah. The it's striker flush.
1: market is like is yeah, you've no got need the need to to go to to a Leipzig player.
0: No, fair enough. Uh shall we close out the show? Uh, we're making incredible time this this time around, but admittedly I need to get on to work with the Europa League. Kicking off soon, but Player picks, Vegas choice. Personally, I was actually looking at someone like I'll build off of what we were just talking about with Leipzig, as a potential Vegas choice because he's not in the starting lineup tonight now and therefore I do think he would be one of the top candidates to get rotated in. And unlike someone like Emil Forsberg, he's not a striker in the game, he's a midfielder.
1: It's a fair point, James. I haven't really thought about the starting lineup at Rangers, so maybe Schoberschleier on the bench could mean he starts. So yeah, I, I I'll, I'll give you like he's a good Vegas choice. I'm I'm agreeing with you there.
0: Yeah, it's like I, I'm I'm flashing back to one of the few highlights I've actually had in the the fantasy game this season when I mooted uh, him as a as a Vegas choice a, on a Friday night in a Twitter spaces and he they paid off big time. But yeah, so I I, I like him as a as a pick. How, who are you going for in your Vegas
1: choice? I'm going with Jamal, Jamal Muziala because I think he's the only Bayern midfielder really can make a difference I'm not sure like Kimmich we haven't seen him performing up to his usual standards for some time I'm not sure he will um, Musiala I think he, he looked pretty good when he was out there um, I actually haven't seen so much of the minds game I'm not sure when he came on but uh, probably he wasn't that good either in that game but uh, before that I liked him as a substitute player and uh, Goretzka hasn't trained, uh, I think, uh, until yesterday. I'm not sure if he uh, practices in full today. So on Thursday, why not play Kimish with Musiala? I think it's it's a possibility there. The risk is just that he's not starting, but at least you know he can score after co- uh, coming on. So it's not like it's not the end of the world. If he's not in the starting lineup, especially since everyone is Nkunku and he will close out the match day. So you can bring on Muziala, even if he's on the bench, and if he like doesn't get any points or, or not a good points all, replace him with Nkunku. A, a
0: very, very valid point to make there in terms of squad rotation as well. Uh, how about your super schnepchen then? One last time to break the bank flow. Where are you looking?
1: Marvin um, Plattenhardt, 6.1. I, I really like him uh, on this uh, weekend.
0: Yeah, a bit of a hark back as well there to Plattenhardt of old, uh, his his recent form. So I like the pick. I'm going to be a little more straight down the line. And uh, Patrick Vimmer on Friday night as a potential outer position striker. He will set you back seven million. I don't think you can go much worse than him this weekend. Even if I did call him a bit of a mercenary earlier in the show, I still think he's a very valid pick, especially as a
1: super So He's getting paid as well, not just the Gladbach yeah. players. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's against it's... the Olympic, what's it, spirit. <laughs> I was wondering where yeah. you're going with that. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, I... yeah. It used to be that professionals couldn't participate. True. at the Olympics, and I said it's still the case with some, yeah, some sports. Boxing, I think, for instance. That's why I never went to the Olympics. Since.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's that's the reason. I was going to say just the years of dedication to becoming yeah. a professional footballer. We no. may have needed to be able to make the money that Vimmer makes for doing what he's doing right now. But yeah, I still like still still like him as a super schnepchen I'm sure in another life, in another universe, in another parallel universe, flow both of us are you know top level. Mbappe, Holland, you know that's us. I, I can see it now. <laughs> Spe- speaking it's of that very level of parallel, yeah. <laughs> very. Um, speaking of that level of player and how about your banker this weekend?
1: I'm going again with Mark Oud. He treated me well Yeah. Uh, since I brought him up, I think two weeks ago. Wolfsburg also clinched being safe from relegation last week. Cologne has everything to play for and uh, the stadium it, it will uh, be, really will be a very tense atmosphere and I think it It will push Cologne to having a a really good game against Wolfsburg. And I'm not sure how hard they will fight back. Yeah, not so and and Oud is like he's in 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 his best stretch of form this season right now to to close out the season. So yeah, I, I I really like him.
0: Yeah, I feel like this isn't the first time that we've seen Mark Ute have like a, a pretty quiet season and then turn it on right at the end. But you're right, he has been a very valid pick since you mentioned his name. I'm going to throw two names out there. Neither of them are particularly groundbreaking. The first is Erling Haaland coming up against Greutherford. If Dortmund's as a whole the collective may not be motivated I think certainly Erling Haaland might be because there's a good chance he's going to be leaving in the summer let's be honest and he also has a chance to leave in the summer with a record of better than a goal or game for Dortmund he currently has 85 goals in 87 games so if he can score a brace in his last two matches then he has a chance to at least walk away with 89 and 89 and I have a feeling he's going to be highly motivated to do that after his hat-trick last week against Bochum the other is Jonas Hoffman. I think we lauded his praises enough in this show you know exactly why he's a banker choice at the end of this one so yeah that kind of wraps that up but Flo I, you know we've got a bit of time so I'll ask you one further question what are your hopes for the final two match days of this wonderful season that we've had.
1: Which league?
0: <laughs> yeah, you can give me both <laughs> if you'd like. Because <laughs> one's been better than the other.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really, like, my first hope is definitely that Cologne will get, uh, qualifies for Europe. And I even, I, I probably even prefer the Europa League over the Champions League. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was at London uh, when Cologne played there. Oh, uh, with it was some you! Friends. yeah. <laughs> That was me. <laughs> and um, I, I definitely will travel, I think, to one away game again, even if it's not my first club, but like I have so many friends who are Cologne supporters is always uh, a joy and, and enjoying the atmosphere. is just, I mean, we saw that with Frankfurt at Barcelona. If you're in yeah. that crowd, it's, it's magical. Um, well,
0: you have to try and you have to try and sort me out a ticket then if that happens because yeah I'll be I'll have moved to Munich by then but I could go on a road trip with you if
1: you fancy it yeah uh, I think that probably will be possible I'm I'm, I'm sticking my neck out. <laughs> there that uh, that's possible and um, Freiburg should go to the Champions League these are my two wishes honestly I'm not, I'm not sure with relegation battle I, I think both Bielefeld and Stuttgart. If they go down, it's deserved. Uh, you have to say that. Mm. Uh, 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 maybe Hertha would have been even more deserved with how much they spent to be in that position they're in, but it's, it's really unrealistic. Because Agreed. As a first, uh, Stuttgart needs to, to win at Munich to make that happen. <laughs> or at least get a draw and Hertha has to lose against So It's so much, I like, guess, unrealistic. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think with Stuttgart and Bielefeld yeah um, I hope it doesn't matter who, uh, which club goes down I hope um, and I'm pretty sure we'll see them again in the Bundesliga in, sometime in the future and yeah of course in the second division I hope for automatic promotion for Werner Brim I'm not sure James that I will survive another set of playoffs for the last Bundesliga spot <laughs> That's oh <laughs> the most uh, brutal experience if you live through that. I uh, did that once. Uh, I don't fancy uh, doing that a second time. I mean, it's glorious if you pull through, but yeah, like, you never know.
0: What was it? It was Ludwig Augustinsson that talked about having nightmares yes. about missing the goal, right? Um, after, after Yeah, that one. and
1: I still see his shot yeah. not going in. And just like it hit. The post and went in, and could have just easily went go out, and would have been a different story. Although now you say, well, maybe we would play in the Bundesliga right now (laughs) because we got relegated the year after that. But you you never know that.
0: You don't. No, it's
1: the same thing. You got the chance to get promoted now. Who knows if you're in that position one year from now if you don't get promoted because. You have to sell yeah. basically the whole squad.
0: Yeah, and then you get you get stuck Bremen. down there like Hamburg. Unfortunately, yeah,
1: it could happen. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm
0: I'm I've got my fingers crossed for you. I'll be commentating the game against Hour this weekend as well. So hopefully, I can bring you some luck on that front. Um, I've had a pretty good record with Braven actually.
1: Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking to going to uh, going going traveling to Hour. Yeah, but it's a nightmare of a travel, James. But I would have done that. If there was a chance that Bremen would uh, get promotion, mm. but that's not possible um, on this weekend, so I'm I'm not doing like a, this this nightmare of a travel. It's, it's not worth it's, it. <laughs> it's deep in the east and. I'm I'm not sure. I think the last 50 kilometers you have to go by horse or something. <laughs> it's just really it's, it's not easy.
0: No, it's, it's it's tough terrain down there in a, in little old hour. Um, yeah, no. I, uh, I think you could have. I think you're right to maybe spare yourself that trip yeah. uh, on this occasion. Um, keep yourself in the comfort of your own home. Maybe give your neighbors a few more, a few more scares uh, along the way as well with that one. But yeah, I do. I do wish you. You and Bremen Luck on that on that final day, and I think yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Actually, with the Bundesliga assessment, I I do look at Stuttgart, and I feel so sorry for them because I think with their season, what if what if Silas Wamangatuka or Silas Katumba Mavumba wasn't injured for most of the season? What if Sasa Kalajic didn't spend long stretches out as well? It could have been so different for them, and yeah.
1: Yeah, and Souza like Souza is not fit. Yes, they revealed that. This week that he like he's only able to play with pain he can't practice really he can't practice crossing I mean that's 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 like uh, you have a professional piano player and you you say to them you can do everything you just don't play the piano yeah (laughs) yeah thanks
0: but only for live performances yeah Yeah, go out with no practice (laughs) and and hit those (laughs) notes perfectly please
1: yeah, that's
0: <laughs> yeah. That's it's not easy, but yes, I'd also I'd also love to see Freiburg in the Champions League. I think that would just be an incredible story. Christian Streich in the in the Champions League would be so memorable. Yeah,
1: in a suit. Yeah, in
0: a suit, right? Yeah, after yeah. coming up against some of the the elite managers around the world, and he'd be teaching them lessons. Uh, I have no doubt.
1: Yeah, uh, another thing I, w- I would find great if if Leipzig loses to Freiburg in the cup final and they lose to Frankfurt in the Europa League oh. final. That would be uh, something that would make me happy.
0: That would that would restore your hope in the romantic side of football, maybe. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. not even that. Not even no. that.
1: It's no. not enough. It's at least <laughs> something that would uh, I would enjoy. Definitely.
0: Okay. Right then, ladies and gents, that does bring us to an end of this week's episode of Talking Foosball Fantasy and ultimately an end to the show as things currently exist. Um, anyone that is still listening right now straight up you're the real ones you are the dedicated real ones that are here at the end and I can only we can only thank you for your support throughout the years whether you've been with us from the the first episode or whether you only joined us this season it it genuinely doesn't matter we are just so grateful for the support and dedication that we've seen from the community when it comes to the Bundesliga fantasy cause uh, down the years we have enjoyed immensely producing this podcast um, over the last couple of years and it, it is sad to be turning off the Mic for now, but please don't be strangers. I, I, I make this point, and I make it, you know, clearly. Please don't be strangers. We are only a tweet away, so get in touch at any time. But Flow, have you got any last words, my friend?
1: Yeah, I, I think there's some onions in your room, James. Right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> if I see that correctly. Yes,
0: it's oh, yes. is a little bit sad.
1: Yeah, but uh, same here, and I think it's our fifth season, so it's it's really been um, a great ride. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think you always were a perfect host, James. Oh. Uh, you made me look better than I am uh, <laughs> in most parts. Because, like, it's a service. You know, if I'm Edin Dzeko, you're, you're uh, Misimovic, you know?
0: <laughs> if you're Sasakalajic, I'm Sosa. Huh? Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> and, uh, for that, I just can... I, I have to thank you. Um, yeah, it, it, it was a great time, and... If we were a bit younger, we we would go on mm-hmm. doing that and but like other other stuff comes up and has to take our time and uh, it wouldn't be fair to, to you guys and we wouldn't do our legacy justice go. to, <laughs> to uh, yeah take some, some, some big words if if we would just do it with like forty percent of what we no we could do was 100%. Yeah,
0: but we're not quite leaving with the Floyd Mayweather legacy here but yeah. we, we've taken a few hits along the way but we did start out with Flo being the champion of Bundesliga fantasy. We really shouldn't forget this. He yeah. set the bar in the entire game for everyone to match over the last couple of seasons um, and Flo, I appreciate your thanks but I could not have picked a better person to do this with. I remember us talking about the potential of a fantasy game when we were both in the, the Bundesliga content hub back then. I remember Remember when the game came out? It came out. We were both so excited about it and couldn't stop talking about it. And then the fact that we were able to turn it into a podcast that has reached you know several people around the world really is a joy and a delight. Um, And as I say, I really couldn't have picked someone that bounced off of me the way you did um, uh, throughout these these years. I've enjoyed immensely the laughs that we've had along the way. I've enjoyed the English lessons as well. I think those have been, and the German lessons, actually. I think they've gone both ways. I think those have sometimes been the best moments. But yeah, I, I thank you as well for your incredible dedication to this because uh, it's been appreciated and it wouldn't have been possible without you. Oh, James. What a, <laughs> on, right? yeah, what a note to end on, right?
1: What a note to end on. Yeah, but we see all you guys on Twitter spaces yes. and uh, we will have a few laughs, I'm, I'm sure um, we'll have a good time next Friday. Yeah,
0: the, the ciders and the gin and tonics will be out, ladies and gents. So please join us in a drink if it's appropriate at whatever time in the world uh, it is for yeah. you. But at the very least, please join us. Come ask a question. We're open to anything, really. So yeah, get get in touch. We'd love to see and hear you there. But for now, from me, your host, James Thurgood, Flo, and the rest of the Talking Foosball crew, Alvida Hearn.
1: Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen.